This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. I forgot to mention, we are in the pre-shadow of another Mercury Retrograde, which is starting tomorrow. Um, I'm kind of low-key already starting to feel the effect. Um, just in case y'all don't know, um, for some reason during Mercury Retrograde, uh, well, it's not for some reason. I'm a sign ruled by Mercury. I'm a Virgo. So... My sign is ruled by Mercury, and so I get a lot of miscommunications from people during the Mercury retrograde. Matter of fact, like, I think I'm going to, granted, I've been doing it anyway because, I, like I said, I was sick. So, I've been social distancing, well, I was social distancing, period. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go social distance until February the 3rd. I ain't got time to be misunderstood by stupid people, dumb people, ugly people, fat people, skinny people, black, white, Hispanic, Puerto Rican people. I have no time for that. Um, my it's just my thing is is like, especially when I order something, there's always a miscommunication and a misunderstanding. Um, since I don't have my car, I don't really drive nowhere. So, like, I don't have an issue with um, going to a drive-thru window because I just do Postmates and Uber Eats and um, DoorDash. So, I don't really communicate with people. But I'm, during this Mercury retrograde, um, during the Mercury retrograde, I feel like, I don't know, what happened was I sent a message to somebody. And they're not getting it. And it seemed like they're getting it piece by piece. And I'm trying, I'm sorry, because at first I was getting upset and I was getting mad. I was like, okay, this person ain't really fucking with me right now. And then I was thinking to myself, my grandmother, she has an iPhone as well as the person that I was talking to. And she tried to send me some pictures of my paycheck, of my check that I got, um, on my bank account uh, summary. And she only could get one through. So I'm going to assume and I'm going to attribute it to my phone acting funky. Um, I'm not going to get emotional about it and get upset. And I'm going to say the reason why is because my phone is acting funky and it's acting weird. It seems like like my mom was trying to call me one time and the phone would not answer or anything like that. So I'm going to go ahead and blame it, I'm not going to blame on the Mercury retrograde because my phone been acting like this the whole time. I was sick and the only way I could communicate was through my phone and my phone was acting funky before then. So I'm going to say that I'm going to go ahead and blame technology for my phone acting funky. Granted, during Mercury retrograde, most of the time my my uh, technology does not act right. Like I was uploading and yesterday I didn't think I was going to have a podcast because I basically um <clears throat> basically it took forever for the computer to come on and I was like well I'm not gonna do a podcast or I'm gonna have to use my laptop to do my podcast on um but it came up and I was able to do my podcast yesterday I hope y'all enjoyed yesterday's podcast um, I was going to end the week off with three people. It was going to be Jamal Bryant, Jocelyn Hernandez, 
and Mia Thornton, her horny ass husband. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about what I've been getting into lately. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. I saw a picture this morning on the person that I was been, I've been communicating with on his uh, Instagram. It was a picture of Biden and him shaking hands with the Chinese president. And it was the American and Chinese flag. Now, I know they normally do that when they're dealing with another country. But there was something about that picture that screamed to me, like everything you have been saying these past few months about the dragon is quite frankly true. Um, I was talking, telling y'all it was in the book of Revelations about the dragon and the pregnant woman fighting. Y'all know in the book of Revelations, it's a part in the Bible where it talks about a woman with a, uh, crown on her head and, um, basically she's giving birth and the dragon is attacking her. <clears throat> Looking at that picture just proved to me what I've been saying these past few months. Y'all been saying that, um, I mean, nobody's been saying I'm crazy, but I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I've been saying it these past few months. Don't be shocked. Don't be surprised. Um, just know that. What the hell? So, I mean, you can't sit up here and say that I'm not telling the truth. I'm coming from, it's coming from prophetic words. Granted, it's from the Bible. It's a noun. So, um, I will keep y'all posted. But don't say I didn't tell y'all so. So that's what's been going on. Today I was supposed to be talking about trash, trash, and more trash. Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about what I've been dealing with and what I'm gonna talk about. And I was gonna start this year off, but you know, Shawty got sick. So I was sick for a whole week and I was not able to give that information to you and tell you what I wanted to tell you. So now I get to tell you what I want to tell you. Um, I tell y'all from now on we're delving into numerology. Um, that's what I've been studying is <clears throat> numerology. Y'all know, y'all know, I kind of also like talk about astrology on here as well. Y'all know, I already started off with astrology. I already started off with, um, going into astrology, but I got into numerology recently And my life path number, just in case y'all are wondering, is three. I am a three, so if I come off as childish, you know why. I mean, and three just accentuates that Leo energy. Um, I'm a Virgo, Sun, Leo, Rising, Libra, Moon. So I can be childish. But it wasn't my life path number that got me. It was my soul urge number that got me. So I went on my laptop um, 
while I was sick. I was on my laptop and I was doing research on numerology. So I went to the site numerologist and they kind of gave me a free numerology thing. So apparently you have several different numbers in your numerology. It's not just your life path number and your birth date number. Mine is obviously 20. Um, my life path number is three. There's a soul urge and a personality number and an expression number. So it was uh, my soul urge said a lot, but when they got to my expression number, my destiny number, that was when the truth started to come out that I'm not living in life I'm supposed to be living. Um, and it was the part where they said about me with men. Or me being well, a significant other, not specifically men, but my preference is men. Um, and at this point in my life, uh, yeah, my preference is men. And so, and I'm solid on that. So, it was talking to me about relationships. Now, I'm going to tell y'all this. People have said this to me. On, I remember last summer, I had a slew of people tell me I'm going to be lonely and miserable. Which, the funny part about it was, was miserable. That's the part that kind of confused me was the miserable part. Um, just in case y'all don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all my dating history. It's non-existent. <laughs> um, I've never really dated anybody. I've always been in the friend zone. Um, or uh, I've liked someone and never told them because I didn't want nobody to know I liked them. Or something like that. You know, but you know, let's just say this. Um, I did peep internet dating and it's not where it's supposed to be um I don't care for internet dating I think it's like it's weird and it's like these guys want to move so fast and you're like I want those people I'm a slow mover I'm slow I'm consistent I like to comb through things through a fine-tooth comb but another issue with me is that I'm intuitive I'm very intuitive and a lot of times when I figure out something with somebody, it's right. I remember a guy I had a crush on in high school. I said he was a baby maker. And true enough, before the age of 20, he had two children. It was weird because I said it out of, out of a joke. It's the same thing with, you know, me and Dorcas Smurf. And people were like, well, you and him are going to be best friends. I was like, no, me and him going to fight like the Titans. And I was joking, but I didn't realize I was telling the truth. Because <laughs> me and Dorcas Murph are beefing right now. So it's funny to me. And it's like, it's not it's not that he's a bad person and I'm a bad person. It's just that it's a misunderstanding and a miscommunication that I don't think we're going to get to immediately right now. Because both me and Dorcas Murph are ruled by Mercury. And the worst thing, the worst thing he said to me was during Mercury Retrograde last year. So I just prefer not to have a conversation with him again during Mercury Retrograde because 
we're both ruled by Mercury. And I'll say something, he'll get pissed off and he just go off the loose end. That's just him. So, and no, this is not somebody I'm dating. This is somebody I'm trying to do business with. But um, when it comes to me, I know how people are. I just come to the conclusion, I can read people very well. People don't know I can read them, but I can read you. I know you're full of it. <laughs> okay? I know when you're screwing me over. I just I just want to see if you're going to do it. And a lot of times I do it. And it's not me playing the omnipresent role. I just want to see what kind of demon you are and what kind of demon you're possessed with. It's the same thing with there was an incident that happened in the house here two years ago going on two years ago and it was a roommate there, there was a roommate here and i knew for a fact that he was trouble but i was gonna see because i knew somebody was gonna drag me in this because i'm older than most of the people in the house okay i'm 31 they're all in their 20s so and what you know the two other two adults in the house are older than me but i'm 30 and then they're all in their 20s but i knew he was trouble I called it the way I see it. Um, but I'm one of those people where I didn't say nothing. I didn't warn nobody. I just kind of let trouble do what trouble do. So he proved to me during the pandemic that he was trouble. Which is crazy that people start trouble during pandemics. But you know, I have no, I have, I have no. There's no, um, there's not here nor there with me with people being psychopaths, acting like psychopaths, being psychopaths is a psychopath. You know, that's a special kind of demon that starts trouble during a, a pandemic. Okay, we weren't sure we all were gonna die. Okay, spring of 2020. So anyway, um, I knew that person was trouble. I didn't say nothing. But I just knew it, you know, I, and I always call people the way I see it. Um, and I know also my biggest issue is that when people know I know their trouble, they get mad at me and try to make it seem like I'm trouble. And I know I'm not trouble. So I'm one of those people where I'm very intuitive. So dating is um it's hard. I don't try to read people. I just read people. I don't be reading them. I don't be peeping them or nothing. It's just I come into the energy. I'm like, okay, well, I know what you're about. You're an asshole. I know what you're about. You beat people. It's like I predicted years ago that Trey Songs was abusive. And that's what they were talking about recently. Everybody's talking about how Trey Songs is accused of, of, of assaulting women. And I was like, you know, I predicted this when I approached old boy to be a songwriter 10 years ago. Well, 12 years ago. 12 years ago, I was talking to this dude, which is funny because he was a Gemini too. <laughs> uh, 
Oh god. And he'll and oh Dorcas Smurf got the same birthday number. Funny, right? Anyway, um I was talking to this guy, Gemini, and it wasn't him. He was a good guy. And I was talking to him about being a songwriter. And long a story short, found out. Just I just I just got an uneasy feeling with him. Now the one of the guys he was working with was Trey Songs. He was a songwriter and he was working with Tremaine Aldon and Nelverson. I just got bad vibes with dealing with Trey Songs. I knew he was gonna be around Trey Songs and I was gonna be around Trey Songs. And I just got bad feelings about that. And I had this strong urge and crush on Trey Songs. I love Trey Songs. But in the back of my head, all I could do was see him molly whopping my ass. Like, all I could do was see him is just beating me. And I was like, I love this guy. And my conscience was like, no, girl, this dude will beat the hell out of you. Come to find out 12 years later, it's true. So it's kind of hard when you're intuitive. So, um, so when it comes to dating, I just know what a guy is about when I meet him. First thing first. That's point blank period. I just, I just know what I'm going to be dealing with. Um, I just read guys very well, which is why I'm picky. I'm picky about who I have a baby with. I'm picky about who I marry. I'm just picky. And I just. Always, I, I just see, and a lot of guys like, oh, well, woman look in your eyes and they see your life. Yeah, some women look in your eyes and see the devil. We see Satan. We see Lucifer. So don't ever get it twisted. Yeah, I, my life flashed through my eyes and I see what you truly are. I don't see, I don't, it's not always, oh, he's my husband. He's this, is that. No, this is a dude that will molly whop me, beat me, hurt me, try to kill me. Okay. And has the money and will use his lawyers against me. Now, I feel some kind of way because the trash man just left all our trash outside of the road. Like, we want our, our front yard to look like that. Like, just say you're trash, okay? <laughs> just say you're trash. But I, back to my destiny number. My destiny number was five. <clears throat> And basically, what I found out with my destiny number was that it just spoke to me. It was basically, oh, if you want to be in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship. You don't, you don't. I would have to say... My mom gonna be like, crap, I can't believe you say this. I want a relationship, but I don't think what I want or what I need can be given to me right now. And I'm happier by myself than I am with anybody because 
even when I have a friendship, I end up unhappy because we always end up doing what the other person is doing. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. And it's like, well, I don't want to do that. I remember I had one friend, she was adamant on not being, or not doing what I want to do because she didn't like me. And she's lying. Heffa is lying. She said she didn't like me. You didn't like me because every time I want to do something, you want to do opposite. You're trash. And you're still trash to this day at 31 years old. Anyway, so, um, when it comes to guys, it's not like I don't think I could get what I want out of a man. Is I don't want a guy to give me everything. Give me what I need. But a lot of these guys are on a one-track mind. Um, and they think in the back of their head because they're delusional. And y'all and society with the statistics and numbers have told them, oh, well, you're a prized possession. No, you're not. I'm always the queen. I am the goddess. Get out of here. You're not. And I'm the one that will humble you and tell you you're not. I'm a Virgo. I'm, that's my job is to humble you. And I have humbled many people. Not for fun. Just understand you think you know what you're dealing with. You don't know what you're dealing with because you don't know me. But when I was re- looking at my destiny number, it was like, you know, being in a relationship for you, it's just, you don't have to be in a relationship. You, If you want to be in a relationship, you can be in a relationship. But you don't necessarily have to be in a relationship. And it made me feel better because it's like, I don't know, everybody thinks that not being in a relationship means you're sad and lonely. And it's crazy because one of the songs, I was watching uh, Suicide Squad 2, and one of the songs that Harley Quinn was singing, because she felt some kind of way about being trapped by these guys in a South American country, was a song called, it was, the song was by Louis Prima. And it's, the song is, basically, it was a mixture of two old, old songs, okay? So, well, the Louis Prima song is old too, but he mixed two songs together and came out with one with another one. And the song is called Gigolo. Um, let me see what it is. Where is the song? I'm looking at it. I'm looking through all my research with you guys to try to find a song. It's by Louis Prima. 
and it's Gigolo, and I think I don't know the title is not so I'm so sad and lonely. But one of the things he said in the song is the song is like has a joyful beat, but in the song he saying I'm so sad and lonely. Um, he basically saying that back in the day, men who were hoes, they had an understanding that they're going to be sad and lonely and by themselves and nobody wants to deal with them. That was for the men though, not women, but men understood back then understood you did some hoish stuff that you're going to be lonely and sad and miserable for the rest of your life. I notice men try to say that about women and women don't feel that way because you understand that women, we sacrifice the most in relationship. And I'm a queen. Queens don't sacrifice nothing. I don't have to sacrifice nothing for you. And a lot of guys, it's like, I'm one of those people where I would put my all in to a relationship. I would take care of you. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I wouldn't take care of you, but would you appreciate it? These guys have the attitude of, you're supposed to do this for me. You're supposed to do that for me. And I'm one of those people that would literally make me miserable. How she became a nail tech at 16? Sorry, I'm trying to find the name of the song. Uh, Amori and Nudes have been in the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> in rotation I wish they would release it and let people stream it on um all the platforms I really feel like he really had a good album with uh reasons I really do um I think that would have been one of his where they been up with sex playlists and sex playlists is probably one of Morion's best work hands down but back to me. We're not talking about Omari. We're talking about me. Um, but I can't find the song. But basically, in, I mean, in a song, he has understanding that he's a hoe. And he's going to be by himself for the rest of his life. Guys back then understood that. You walk around here and you sleep with everybody in and, and and you you be in the streets. You gonna stay in them streets, friend. <laughs> you gonna stay in them streets. That's just how it is. And I think that's a problem with a lot of people out here. Y'all over here dating gigolos. That's why they have five, six, seven different baby mamas. And y'all over here dating gigolos and y'all trying to make a husband out of a hoe. You can't turn a hoe into a husband. That's just facts. I can't find this song. And then I found another Christmas song. Now. I can't find it. Why can't I find it now? And it's one of those old, old school songs. Like a song that was made in the 1940s. Okay. <sighs> but anyway... From my understanding, according to my thing, it's according to my uh, destiny number, which is five. It's like, you know, you want to be a relationship, you want to be a relationship. You don't, you don't. Um, I'm going to kind of tell you my mindset with that because I don't mind reading myself.
That's that video of Kim Kardashian lying and saying they work out to get their bodies. The devil is a lie. Um, yeah, you work out as much as I do, boo. <laughs> Me, you got the same workout regimen, <laughs> girl. Then mine shows up because I ain't got the money, boo. Um, but we definitely getting a BBL when we get money. <laughs> I'm looking at some of these BBLs and they are nice. No, but I'm getting the BBL after I have kids, though. Don't we do a mommy makeover just like everybody. There it is. It's Louis Prima, just a gigolo. I ain't got nobody. It was funny to me because I like the song because how upbeat it is. It's very upbeat. It's very, it's very upbeat. It's positive. People was like, oh, well, this is my depression. I was like, I don't feel like this song is depressing. I feel like the guy is like, okay, you think I would be alone and miserable and blue, blue, blue. That, the, 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 the way I see the song is it's like, oh, you think being by yourself is bad. Granted, it's sung by a man, so men can't be by themselves. Y'all know y'all can't be by themselves. Y'all liars. Y'all sit up here act like being a male hoe is fun. It's not. You know it's not. Men always have to have someone. Women is not like that. But that song was in my head and it's been in my head. And it's crazy because the, the number is vibrating with the number, the timestamp that's on it is 444. Kid you totally not. But back to me and my number, it's like it explained why I never really seek out being in a relationship. Because one of my numbers is a five, and I think five represents freedom. Um, and no, it does not mean I'm a I'm going around messing with and sleeping with everybody. It doesn't mean anything like that. It's just like you just like your own company. And if you go on a date, you go on a date, you talk to somebody, talk to somebody, but you're not too keen or you don't see like I'm gonna be honest with you it's like the older I get the more I'm like I'm okay with having just probably a couple kids if I get married I get married if I don't I don't I'm not really too pressed on being married and that's the crazy part about me I'm pressed on having kids but I'm not pressed on being married I mean, the reason why is because I like controlling my life and doing what I want to do. Which, granted, when you have kids, you don't really have control over your life. But my sleeping schedule is that of a three-month-old anyway. So, (laughs) I'll be up three or four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And uh, so, I mean, you know... But the difference with, with dealing with kids is that you mold kids into the people they are. When you're dealing with a grown man, especially with guys the age I like dealing with, which is 1980 and younger, and the youngest I will go really is 92. Um, Because 92 babies are turning 30 this year. So I just don't, I don't.
When guys, when people get to a certain age, I'm going to say this with people. It's not just with men, it's with women too. When people get to a certain age, they don't want to change. They're stubborn as grits with no water in it. Okay, you cannot get the grits from the bottom of the pan. You can't get them to change or do better. It's like um, the only reason they would change is because they have lost everybody around them. And this is people. I'm not just talking about men. I'm saying this about women too. They just don't want to change. They're setting their ways when you're past 35. This is when you're past 35. I ain't talking about no 45, 50, 60, 70. I'm talking about you start that little stubborn as a mule shit when you're 35 years old. Okay. It start young. Stubborn. You know, that's why y'all can't get B2K back together. Because they old, stubborn-ass men. You know, they 36, 37 years old. They're stubborn, you know? All of them stubborn. So... I'm not at that age yet. I'm getting closer to that age. I'll be 32 this year. So I have three more years of not being stubborn. Um, so if I'm going to change. I need to change like now. Um, and I do. And I find myself evolving every day. Um, I, like I said, you know, I try to be understanding and, 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 and get things together. Um, but, um, <clears throat> I, I I don't know. I try to look at things with an open mind, but it makes sense to me. No. No. That's not what I meant. Um, shit. Oh my God. Now I got to turn my phone off. Shit. Because I'm on my podcast. My bad. I got to turn my phone off. Because <laughs> people call you back. When you on the podcast, every time I've done my podcast, but I have come to conclusions that I should just enjoy my life, enjoy myself, and just be happy and focus on the things that make me happy. One of the things that makes me happy is this podcast. Um, and I want to talk about when it comes to my direction and where I come from with my direction. And I talk about the smooky and the ooky and the kooky and the mysterious things about things that are going on. Um, I had this burst of energy to talk about reality TV and Hollywood. And then and then I get to the end of the week, like this week, I get to Thursday, the end of the week for me is Thursday. 
And I feel, I don't want to talk about that crap no more. Um, like the, the three people I was talking about, it was crazy. It was crazy to me because it was like, I was just so gun ho on talking about those three people on talking about Jocelyn Hernandez and talking about me and Thornton and her creepy husband and uh, Jamal Bryan and his hoish ways. But now I'm like, and it happens like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I always have a backup plan on what I'm going to do on my podcast. I'm like, I'm doing right now. And I'm kind of talking about that I've gotten into numerology and um, I've been studying that. Um, but it, it kind of gets like that with me. Trust me, I have tons and tons of topics I want to talk about each week. And it happens like that. So, like, and I don't tell people, I mostly don't tell people when I change this topic or change the subject or change my, I change my, um, my, uh, mind on what I want to talk about. I don't really talk about that, but I do that the whole week. Like next week, I'm looking at some of the stuff I want to talk about, which is crazy because one of them is going to be about the Glee curse. And um, Naya Rivera's sister just came out and she was talking about the death of her sister um, on the anniversary of her birthday. Um, And I feel like that is appropriate for me to talk about that. But it's just sometimes I go through the week, I come up with the ideas and I change my mind. Next month, I'm supposed to be talking about some very important people in black history. And they are. Important in black history. But the closer I get to it. The more I realize. I just want to talk about numbers. (laughs) The closer I get to it. Like I said. I am going to talk about about these people in black history. Because they achieved something. They, They pioneered a lot of things in life. So I am going to talk about people in black history, but what I'm going to do is I want to talk about numbers. And I know the first week of this year, I wanted to talk about that. Um, even though the first week of this year, I was talking about new year's resolution. Um, I really wanted to talk about numbers at the beginning of the week, but then I got sick and I was like, okay, that sucks. And so I continue with my schedule. And now I don't even want to talk about what I have on schedule. So I do that a lot. But, um... Today, I want to talk about the fact that I become obsessed with numbers. Y'all know I could not stay in math in school. I had a bad grade in math.
And it's like, I want to talk about the self-discovery I have come to conclusion with. I realized my flaws. I've accepted my flaws. I understand my flaws. And I've come to a conclusion. I have gotten to the point to where I become one of those people where I vent on social media, not understanding the consequences and repercussions of venting. Like I said, I'm not taking back what I said about the group of people I was dealing with that was on the island. I'm not taking that back. Um, but the second one about dealing with somebody that I look up to, um, you know, yeah, there was a, a misunderstanding. But at the end of the day, I still didn't get to defend myself. I didn't get to do what I want to do. And at this point right now, it's just like now that Mercury retrograde is coming upon us. I don't want to deal with it until February the 4th, which is after, or after, <laughs> after the Mercury retrograde, um, because we're both moving our Mercury. So, but the reason why I brought up the whole, you know, sad and lonely and, and stuff like that. It's because people think you're that when you don't be in relationships or you're not in a relationship with people. And I know a lot of people, they sit there, especially guys that sit there and they make fun of women and say uh, women drink wine and watch movies when um, they don't have a Valentine or whatever. I'm like, you know, I'd rather treat myself than be with somebody that, that forgets Valentine's Day conveniently every year or break up with me conveniently every year for Valentine's Day. Um, and it's like, for me, I appreciate being single. Now, there was points where I'm like, it would be nice to have a boyfriend and there it, it would be nice to have a boyfriend or a husband. It would be nice, but I need you to play that role. I need you to play the boyfriend husband role. And I have not found a guy that I can sense that will do that. And I'm not going to make you do that. I'm not going to force you into being anything because that's not my job. And a lot of times people end up very unhappy when you force them to be in something they're not. I, I'm not trying to make no man unhappy. Um, I don't want to be known to be that type of wife to where my man come home and he dreads coming home and he go to Moe's every day. Because he has to deal with me. I don't want to force someone in a relationship with me. I don't want to force someone to do anything for me. And that's how I am. But I don't want people forcing me or trying to force me. And a lot of times with guys, they try to force me into liking them. And I'm like, I don't like you. I'm not attracted to you. You make me the Sahara Desert. I I'm not attracted to you. And they get mad when you don't do or do what they do. And we're it's a, it's a bad habit. It's a toxic habit in this generation to force people to do stuff they don't want to do. If a guy don't want to do certain things for you, he doesn't have to do it. Vice versa. If a girl don't want to do certain things with you, she don't have to. She don't have to cook and clean for you. 
But it was crazy to me because it seemed like our parents' generation, the Generation Xers, have an understanding of that. It's like they respect if their wife don't want to cook and clean. They respect if their husband don't know how to um, fix the toilet or fix the car. And it's like our generation is going back to this old school stuff. Like they think the old school stuff happened like that. And it seemed like our parents had more of an understanding in their relationships than we do in our relationships. And so the bliss of me being by myself is from not having to cater to someone that wants me to cater to them and they don't want to cater to me. And I am going to cater to you. I'm going to take care of you because that's the kind of woman I am. But if you don't give that back, I don't want anything to do with it. And in our generation, it was with millennials, guys don't want to give that back. They, they want you to do all the catering and they sit up there and don't think they have to do nothing. Well, with me, you have to work really hard. I'm not easy, and you're not going to talk to somebody in my hometown and get an idea that I'm an easy chick. I've never been the easy girl. Never. And you're not going to hear no story, oh, one time she wild out on me. Yeah, she did this, she did <laughs> No, I didn't. <clears throat> I know I didn't do that. I do none of that. You must be confused and abused and used, boo. Because I know I didn't do that for you. So it's crazy because people feel like you your goal. It's with women, it's like that. Not with men, you know. But, you know, men are the ones who are most affected by being by themselves and lonely, not women. But... Most of the time with women, it's like that. It's like, oh, well, you know, you don't want to be by yourself. You don't want to be by yourself with cats and, and, and no, not being with nobody or anything like that. But I've come to the conclusion that now I don't want pet cats around, okay? Because, you know, my allergies are ridiculous. I don't even know if I'm allergic to cats or not because my, my allergies are crazy. But... I'm starting to accept and I'm starting to understand. Like I said, I don't mind dating. I don't mind getting to know a guy. And if I do, if I if I do meet a guy and we fall for each other or we are in or we in love and something like that, I'm not ruling that out, but I'm accepting the fact that I am okay with being single. And for people out there who always seeking relationships, you're the one that's miserable because you're always seeking to be with somebody. Because you feel that you were taught just because of society that you have to have a person to be with. When the truth of the matter is you need to sit back and figure out what makes you happy instead of bouncing from person to person and expecting to give you that happiness. And right now, I'm just trying to get to my happy. I'm just trying to make myself happy. Because I don't expect no man on God's green earth to make me happy. 
I expect to make me happy. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast and me talking about my life path number and about how if I choose to be relationship, I go be relationship. If I want to, if I don't, I don't. And how that should be respected and it shouldn't be seen as me being sad and lonely and miserable. But it's always somebody sad and lonely and miserable who say stuff like that. Um, and I, I, I'm happy I can stand confidently and tell you that. And don't feel bad. Because I'm tired of people making me feel bad for something that I don't feel bad about. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I will have more splurges like this. Um, Like I told you, next week we're going to be talking about the Glee curse. <clears throat> and when it comes to what we're going to be talking about after that, uh, I, I'm done to be talking about Emmett Till. I'm definitely going to be talking about Emmett Till. I think I'm going to take a two day, two days with Emmett Till. Because um, there was a situation that happened last year. And it kind of happened on the anniversary of Emmett Till's death. That happened to another young black man being attracted to a white woman. And no, I'm not downing black men being attracted to white women. And I don't believe all white women would do something like that. But this, 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 this Me Too culture, this Times Up culture has become very dangerous uh, waters to tread on. So I want to talk about Emmett Till because they have a series out about Emmett Till next week. And I'll be talking about the Glee curse. So that's what I'll be talking about next week. That's in concrete because it's not no clown shit. <laughs> it's not clownery. It's not foolery. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to do a little splurge on that and to talk about um, me looking at my life path number, my soul surge number, my destiny number, um, all that stuff and, and figuring out that I am where I'm supposed to be. So Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls of Thin, and what you do in the dark will come to light. Sometimes you just want to be in the dark by yourself. I ain't saying I don't want no boyfriend. I'm just saying that, you know, I got to find my happy. Okay? It just so happened to slip on top of something, then it will. <laughs> I am so outie.